so fuck the blues Ain't your bad news, you can trip if you choose While I sip booze on a seven day cruise In Louis Vuitton shoes, with floozies by the dudes The good life, talking about the good life Live it up for a little while, then go to the hood To get a good wife and settle down But for now, I'm studying down Refuse to allow myself to live foul Like when I was sniffing pals Still got trials and tribulations Refinement from cultivation takes patience I'm waiting, paper chasing the kid a place like Peyton Politics and innovation, business relations Built the empire from the underground Then retire Who said I was on crack? Use a motherfucking liar See me in the trench coat but miss the joke So fuck the hoax My mission is this Get in position to assist my folks Huh? Get in position to assist my mother My, my mother and my auntie and my uncle My folks You know? Well, oh, okay. Hey, we're done. <laughs> Welcome, everybody, to episode. Man, we're on episode six. Episode six. Can Can you hear me? Okay. I can hear Everything. you just fine. Everything's coming through. All right. Oh yeah. So, so we're ready for episode six. Any Any of the few of you that watched episode five, it was very short. Chaos. <laughs> it was. It was a little hectic. We had some. Uh, some slight issues um, as far as timing goes. Uh, we threw it together and, you know, I'd say considering everything, we we handled it quite well. Tried to. Yeah. All right. So anyway, I, I'm like half prepared today trying to get everything put together and yeah. It's a-okay. Just doing doing what I can to get by. Mm -hmm. I mean, we were supposed to have a guest. Don't have a guest. I have to make up for that time. It happens. Yeah. So, so oh yeah. So speaking of next week. So anyone who watches, anyone who's listening now, next week we will have a guest. Mm -hmm. I'm not gonna not gonna say who. It's got to be a surprise. Just because she's uh she's oh. I think she's decently important. I would say so. My personal opinion, I agree 100% with you. Mm -hmm. She or he oh. is decently important. And keep him guess, keep <laughs> guessing. Yeah, I don't know. May, maybe they do not like certain pronouns being assigned to them, and we have to be we have to be super sensitive of yeah. people's feelings. Oh, really? Giving <laughs> them a <laughs> what a precursor. <laughs> <laughs> No, I, and in all honesty, I, I she could give two shits. So, yeah, she would, yeah. <laughs> that's why I was like, "What the fuck?" <laughs> so we will have a guest, and she is a she, and she will be on next week. And yeah, we should have a good time. She the best. That is going to take away from our original plans for this week, but not to say that we don't have anything that we can't talk about, aka talk shit about in the process. So welcome. One and one and all, one and two. Better all. Thanks for joining us. Let's go here. Let's start. Let's start dropping things. My name is Craig Bird. Anyone who's watching can see. I am broadcasting to you live from Monument Fitness in the cold ass area today of Grand Junction, Colorado. Cold. All really? of a sudden. It's all of a sudden just fucking cold. Yeah, for real. Kimmy messaged me last night and said it was like 13 degrees last night or some shit. <laughs> well, like, yeah, and, sucks. 
Yeah, and she's up in the uh, in the Cedar Edge, so she's in the in a little bit colder area than us, even. Yeah. But yeah, it got real cold real fast, and and it was raining. It was like raining and thirty eight degrees yesterday. Oh. Yeah. It was all kinds of stupid. So anyway. That's awesome. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Anyway. So I'm coming to you from Monument Fitness in Grand Junction, Colorado. So anyone that swings through this area is traveling through, uh, make sure you just uh, pop on by. Well, don't pop on by. Get a hold of me first, and then you can pop on by. If you just pop we on get by, a sweet lift in. That's right. If you just try and come in, you'll probably be shit out of luck because nobody will let you in. And <laughs> if they do are that, <laughs> they are. <laughs> they they pay good membership fees for a reason. They don't want anyone else to mm-hmm. get you off of that. Oh yeah. All right, and then you can get a hold of the Lifting Ugly Show. Anything Lift Ugly, Lifting Ugly. Uh, let's see, Instagram, YouTube, Facebook. What else we got? TikTok. TikTok. Uh, TikTok is, is, you can't hear this part, but it is going through. <laughs> <laughs> the laughter. Right. No, the, the, the room the room's starting to spin real fast. Because of, of the oh, game, yeah. I, I, I programmed it on my board, but unfortunately, for some reason, it doesn't transfer through your headphones. So that sucks. There, there might be some some tones that and some sounds that you miss out on. That's a bummer. But, but yeah, so TikTok as well. Um, let's see. Oh yeah, um, Twitch is another one that we broadcast live off of. So mm-hmm. anyone that is a Twitch fan. I can watch us live on there as well. Mr. Al Kayan over here. You can get a hold of him. If you already have him under his Hamahapia underscore Hapia Instagram, you can still find him there. Otherwise, Mm -hmm. because of cyber cyber terrorism and our country's (laughs) crackdown on such people, Uh, you can now you now have to get a hold of him at salty boy underscore barbell. S-A-L-T-Y-B-O-I underscore Barbell. Bar Bell. That part you can figure out on your own. Yeah. I have faith in you all. It's pretty straightforward. Yeah. You know, try to make it as easy as possible. Oh yeah. So anyway, so that's our, our brief introduction to ourselves. So I I see, have seen that you are back to training again. Mm-hmm. How how mm-hmm. goes that this week? Um this week was good. I got everything in. Um, my four-day split, which is – I kind of did it backwards, which kind of bit me in the ass. But um, usually it's bench squat, secondary push, and then deadlifts. I did it opposite this week because I really wanted to squat because I got those new Reeboks in. Fantastic. Shout-out to Reebok. Um, so yeah, I did squat. I, I'm sure I'm sure they're listening right now. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure they, they know. It's, they're in the – yeah. <laughs> uh, so I squatted first, benched, um, deadlifted, which went really good, which definitely talk about that in a sec. And then um, did a secondary push day. So I got everything in. Super successful. So are you are you still working with Josh's program? No, right now I'm just doing my own thing. I'm okay. doing my own um, volume stuff. I didn't want to pay for anything right now just because uh, – I knew training was going to be so wishy-washy with work that I didn't want to pay for somebody and then also have him make adjustments constantly and blah, blah, blah. So I kind of wanted to just make it easier on both of us and uh, just do my own thing for a bit. So kind of have my own off season. So it'll allow me to catch up on the deficiencies that I know that I have. Like I really need to rebuild my shoulders again, like big time. 
And then I really want to take care of that lower back thing and then my hip stuff. So I would love to start working with him again for sure. But I want to have a comp in mind and I want to have a good like five months where I know I'm going to be straight up with it. And so then anyone out there who's wondering, Josh is with Jailhouse Strong, Strong. which if you need a coach like that man is he's a fucking genius. He's super smart. He's very adaptable. He's fantastic with communication. Um, He's funny as hell, like just always gives props to his lifters like he's just he's a very good dude he's a family man like i'm very stoked that i got to work with him so i definitely can't wait to pick that up again and not to say that there's not many other coaches out there that are also geniuses oh there's there's also there's i mean there's there's so many great coaches out there you just need to find somebody that works the best for you and i i like to think i'm a bench guy and he has some of the top fucking he has the top benchers on the planet in my opinion like julius and um i mean everyone knows julius maddox going for the 800 that would be the top bencher that would be the he is the bencher and then um he also has td smash so thomas douglas who hit the largest raw bench in a full power lifting meet which was 716. it's insane and then everybody's got you know he just has an army of 500 600 pound benchers so it's just you know to me it made sense I knew he was working with good benchers, and I really wanted to uh, exploit the hell out of that. So five, six hundred pounds, you know, average for for most of us. I mean, that's just it's so. That's the thing. It's just <laughs> the sport is so convoluted because, like, <laughs> you sit there, you hear five hundred bench, and the first thing you think of is, "Fuck, that's not big enough." <laughs> <laughs> <clears throat> but yeah, um, if you guys are looking for a fantastic coach, uh, Josh is just—he's the shit. I loved working with him so major props to jailhouse yeah. strong so so tell us about this deadlift um nothing fancy i was just a um i've been really writing stuff down lately just so i can kind of have it in a physical form so when i go back and look upon it i can you know go down my checklist um so i was writing down my workout and then i was writing down my workout i was thinking of all the things i wanted to work on my cues bracing um got what i have on there i had like mental fortitude i had slack out of the bar I had proper bracing, uh, maintaining posture, maintaining pressure throughout the deadlift, just things that um, I've been really neglecting throughout my pulls, and I think that's why my back freaked out. So with me having a bigger gut, <laughs> well, before at least, it was hard for me to get down into my deadlift and pull from a proper position. So what I had to do was deflate myself before I got down to the bar and try and reinflate myself as much as I could before I pulled and got the slack out. And I think that's why my hip freaked out is because I didn't have enough of a 360 degree brace in my belt and um, it freaked out. But yeah, no, um, yes, or two days ago, three days ago was fantastic. Um, nothing crazy. I just did a four by two at 405. Um, I thought it moved pretty well. I was looking at the footage and I, I thought it moved pretty fantastic. Uh, it was pain free. Um, not a whole lot of mechanical errors, maintains fluidity throughout each pull, got the slack out. I basically did everything that I wanted to do, and I'm pretty stoked about that. And then um, hit, hit the step-by-steps of what you know you're supposed to do, but sometimes we get lazy. and, and Yeah, and like I'm not blaming Josh for anything of that, but I let my deadlifts kind of go to more of a grip it and rip it when I used to be more of a deliberate pull off the ground, like basically how I teach everyone to do a deadlift. Mm-hmm. It was like a do as I say, not as I do kind of thing. And it kind of came back around and bit me in the ass. So 
um, really took this time to focus on all the mechanical things that I need to work on. And then just to push it just a little bit, I did a three by three deficit pull at 275, which was super easy. I just, I wanted to, I love deficits and I haven't been able to do them for a while because he doesn't, he didn't really program them at all. <clears throat> so I really wanted to get those back in because I think when I was doing the Lily Bridge program, um, those deficits that we were doing, those five by fives that we did all the time, those really, those those got my deadlift into shape and my power off the ground was crazy strong. So I think I'm going to keep those in for a bit just so I can get my power off the ground back to where it needs to be. So we had a, I had a, a pretty cool conversation. Um, as next week's guest I was, I was talking about this week. And so she was asking kind of what programs I had worked with. And so I said, when we first started lifting together, we were running the Lily Bridge. Mm-hmm. And so she's like, well, how, she asked how that was. And I'm like, dude, it's like it's the, probably the most exhausting work, the most exhausting workouts I've ever had. <coughs> These are no Longest, joke, dude. Yeah. So then she, so she knows him. Yeah. He grew up, yeah. grew up in the same area. Yep. And so she just laughed and, you know, cause she knows exactly who he is and what he's mm-hmm. like. And, um, but yeah, I mean, for real, uh, those, all those, those deficits and everything, I mean, it, it helped a lot getting stances and stabilizations and the, the, the power off the ground. But then you also, you, when you mentioned the bracing, I was also sent um, a video on like squat bracing. Yeah. By, and it was, what's funny is I was sent the video and then a couple hours later you um, posted your, your workout board mm-hmm. and you had a, you had a quote from Swede on there. I did. And so the video was from Swede from his Instagram where yeah. he he gives the, the step-by-step instructions on bracing for squat mm-hmm. and like so anyone ever, you know check out i think it's mf swede um on his instagram page it is very clear and precise instructions on on how to brace and like i listen to it and i'm like that's what i'm always trying to say yep but it, it doesn't necessarily it didn't never seem like it came across that clean but that is what i'm like that's what i meant he said exactly what i meant yeah I mean, all of his instructional videos, um, if you go to Elite FTS's YouTube, they have a whole section of him. It's called So You Think You Can, and he has a deadlift one, a squat one, and a bench one, and they're all fantastic. Um, goes over all the mechanical things you need to go over, um, form breakdowns, all that kinds of cool shit. But um, Swede's probably one of my favorite people, period. And, and like, you know, and, and just because any anybody – coaches or does programming doesn't mean that they don't also look to somebody else who may have more knowledge. Everyone has a coach. Everyone has a coach. And there's always somebody, somebody has a different Mm -hmm. way of doing something or a different way of explaining something. Mm -hmm. Sometimes it just makes that much more sense and can help (laughs) you to help help other people in the process. Mm -hmm. So, you know, if anyone goes to you or goes to me or anybody else, yeah, we can tell you what we can, but we, you know, I'll be the first one. I don't know everything. I like you to do like shit. <laughs> sometimes I like to pretend that I do, but mm-hmm. I there's a lot there's a lot of shit I don't know, and, and and that's okay. But I I'm always willing to learn, and I know you are too, and that's why you go to other coaches and mm-hmm. get their programs is to kind of learn different techniques and how to compile stuff a little bit different. Um, and it's just kind of the way that we. Mm-hmm. You grow. Um, another, I mean, like I said, so he's also a fantastic coach. So if you're looking for his style of training, it's called the fifth set. And uh, he's got a lot of crazy.
easy ass lifters that are on there. Um, a lot of longevity people too. So if you're looking for something that's going to promote you doing this until you keel over, he's a very, very awesome guy to work with. So I, I've definitely thought about it. So I, I very much appreciate his work model. Um, yeah. I love how he lays things out. So I think, I mean, I love Josh and I love Joe house, but you know, I'm at the point in time where like, I want to learn as much as I possibly can. So I'm not trying to coach hot by any means, but I really would like to check out what sweet has to offer. So I think yeah. when it's time to go, I might, I might give fifth set a shot. Cause I, his, um, his table talks with Dave Tate with the elite FTS or they're top notch. You can't beat that shit. And so in, inside tip, our guest next week does the get coached by Swede mm -hmm. and, and does the fifth set as well. Mm -hmm. So it's, yeah. Seems like a cool program. Very easy. Very easy to follow. Yeah, but easy uh, so doesn't yeah. mean bad. Easy means it's no, yeah. it's, it's uh, something that you can stick with. Yeah, absolutely. Well, like you said, it gives you the, it'll provide that longevity. So, like I was saying earlier, I mean, there's there's not there's not the best coach out there. There may be the best coach for each individual person at that absolutely. time at that time mm -hmm. that they're training, and it doesn't mean that's always going to be your best coach either. You just always look to expand and. And <coughs> absolutely all yeah. that happy stuff. So anyway, well, cool. So it was good to see you back lifting. I know that mm -hmm. was kind of that was how you know causing some mental anguish on your. Part. I mean, anyone that knows <laughs> me, if training's not going good, if I don't get to train, I'm an insufferable piece, yeah, just piece of shit. I like I, my entire <laughs> life revolves around this whole thing. So when I don't get to train and take care of myself, clearly things start showing. So I really need to make more time for due diligence for myself and then also being a part of um a meet over the weekend and just re-spark that whole fire yeah. man like watching people do their thing and then thinking back on that awesome meet we had in june like i was ready to throw a fucking table i was so amped <laughs> <laughs> and then to have all those bands there too like that was one of the yeah. coolest concepts i'm sure we'll touch on that but it was just yeah. that was really cool yeah, so that's I. I got back. I came back Sunday. Started lifting again Monday, mm -hmm. and you know, same thing. I I didn't get a lot of sleep Sunday night. Just I don't know, a lot of stress and hangover from everything. Yeah. Um, but as I, you know, in the the inspiration of watching these people just just crank some some weight, and so I did my deadlifts went good. Bench went okay, better than the week mm -hmm. before. Um, but. But by doing the bench the way I did the bench, I couldn't squat yesterday. As, uh, as, as soon as I fixed my shoulder in position and got yeah. weight on it, 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 it just killed me. So yeah. um, I have to change my own programming. So I have to go back to um, a squat, squat bench and then deadlift, where yeah. for the last few weeks I've been, um, I've been deadlifting bench days. Well, oh. I've, been doing, I, I've been deadlifting, benching, and then squatting. Oh wow! And well, I so, guess okay. No, that does make sense. Like if your if your main focus is deadlift, obviously, yeah. Um, just because squat is with your shoulder, it's so iffy, and deads don't cause you pain. So yeah, so 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 switching that around. If I squat on Monday, that gives my shoulder that extra time to totally, hopefully, hopefully get into that. Or you could just be an SSB specialist. <laughs> Yeah, that doesn't do me any good. No, <laughs> I, I, I'm okay. I'm okay with that, like as an extra movement. But like, just yeah. primary squatting with an SSB, it, it just—I feel like I'm missing out. I need like I need it, a straight. 
I need a it's, straight bar on my back. Yeah, like it super blows, but that 12 weeks that I do with it just carries over like a motherfucker, man. Like, yeah, it definitely helps the, the straight bar squad. That's for damn sure. We need to get you so, a buffalo bar. That's what we need. I know. That, yeah, so that way I don't have to come up here. I can, yep. I can bring it a little bit lower and adjust. Or like a camber bar, the one where it looks like a yoke. When it comes down this way, the weights sit there. Yeah. The, the very yeah. the definitive angles on it. Mm-hmm. So well, you can put your yeah, hands I mean, on That's what we we need, and eventually, hopefully, we can we can find these things. Mm-hmm. Um, I was gonna bring up. So I had with our with our favorite other local gym here in the city of Grand Junction. Mm-hmm. Um, one of my one of my guys I've known for a really long time has worked out there forever. Um, yeah. I saw him saw him at the grocery store and I was just talking. He's like, yeah, I need to come check it out. It's just things are weird up over there now. And it's just. Well, yeah. So he was telling this is this is the basics of the story I got. He went into the gym one day. And in their chalk bucket. Was basically a hardened. Like chunk of chalk to where what had happened was somebody had poured water into the chalk bowl to make a chalk paste. Why? Took took the paste out, covered the entire deadlift bar in this chalk paste. And so like every bit of knurling, I mean, there it was basically they turned it into this smooth ass bar. So they tried to like make liquid chalk. Yeah. That's the but all they did, shit I've ever heard. <laughs> Whereas there's aggressive knurling on a deadlift bar for a very good reason, which for would be to give you the reason. grip. Yeah. All they did was just smooth it out. So then there's, it goes from, you know, a lot of grip and chalk to dry out your hands to, yeah. here, here's a nice smooth chalky bar. Oh my God. So I, I thought it was a. And like with the wire brush to get all that out, you're going to essentially take a lot of the knurling out too, because you're just metal on metal scraping the shit out of it. Yeah. He said one of the trainers there was there for, seemed for like an hour. Like you might as well take it outside and pressure wash it. Yeah. I mean that's yeah. that'd be your easiest way is to yeah. is to use water again to just re, try and re liquefy it to get it off. Yeah, there. well, then again, no one there knows what the fuck they're doing anyway. So <laughs> no, and especially now, I mean, any of them that had half a brain about them are all gone and have moved mm-hmm. to this other private facility um, that he was telling me about. Yeah. So it's just I, I thought it was funny. He's like, it's just it's just kind of a shit show, and I was like, well, I don't know what you expected. Right. It's just. I love that karma always makes your way back around to shitty people. Oh, yeah. <coughs> and so, you know, we'll see if maybe we can, you know, steal a person or two. And I mean, why not? not, not I, mean, I think we're the best spot in town, hands down. I said, if we can, uh, if we can get a couple, couple different things, and I think we'll have just about everything anyone could possibly need. Yeah. I mean, other than like, Maybe heavy stones, and maybe a bar or two. That's yeah, for the yeah for as far as additional strongman stuff. I mean, for us to really get that, we're going to need we would need more space or outdoor. Space oh, totally. Yeah, yeah, yeah. A little bit better. Yeah. Which, but if we ever did, like Steve makes his own stones. Yeah. So it'd be, and yeah. So <sighs> a shout shout out to Steve Ocean out of Glenn. Yes. Oh, it was just his birthday too. So yes, it was. So happy birthday, birthday Steve. to him. Yeah. Um, so yeah, uh, we, we definitely have a lot, there's a lot of opportunity for growth. It's just, uh, getting it's us a space to that issue. point. Yeah. yeah. 
it's a space issue and it's a you know i mean maybe some of it is a pipe dream but that's how it all starts anyway so might as yeah, well of course might as well have that as well i mean that pipe dream that we had what a year ago is now turned what it is now so yeah a lot of talking and a few months of action and mm -hmm. you know where we have we have mild support we do <laughs> which is better than none so oh, i'm yeah. not going to complain about it because it could be zero it could very much be zero <laughs> all right so let's go through this part here and get through this part real quick again lifting ugly all of our stuff uh for any coaching or anything you can get a hold of alki at salty underscore or salty boy underscore barbell any possible life insurance needs whether you're in the state of colorado or many other states i am licensed <laughs> in you can get a hold of me at craig underscore legacy underscore life to help with life insurance for graphics and design uh, digital base or art in general, check out Zontopia.com or at Zontopia uh, for all of his stuff. You can support us. Um, we won't be upset yeah. about it. Yeah. No. Um, I. It seems like people might be a little scared, hesitant to do so uh, since since <coughs> nobody nobody is yet. But if you're if you're listening to this, it is an option. You can It'll go to Patreon.com. It is a cool answer. Backslash lifting ugly. And if you do enough, we might just give something in return besides fantastic yeah. entertainment. Yeah. Which is free. Yes. Yeah. So, but there might be some other things involved as well. Like, and if yeah. you if you do enjoy our free entertainment and want to show off how much you enjoy your free entertainment Ooh. or just have some cool shit to wear. Make sure you go to liftingugly.com. Check out everything there. Um, I did add, I don't know if you saw, if you go through the Instagram page, I did add a women's crop top. Nice. I think I did scroll so, past that. Um, how that came about is uh, one of the people from the meet, one of the people, obviously, not obviously, it was a girl. It was mm -hmm. a girl. Could have been a dude that just really wants a crop top, but it was not this time. It was one of the girls there um, contacted me and said, was wanting a shirt and said, oh, I just want to, you know, I'll probably cut it into a crop top. And I'm like, well, instead of just cutting my shit, let me see if I can make one. Yeah. <laughs> so I put that one together and sent it. And she was like, yep, that's exactly what I was hoping for. Nice. So, so I put it up and she ordered one right away. I so like it. it. It wasn't one of those ones where people are like, man, can you do this? And I'm like, I can do that. And I put it up there and they're like, that's awesome. And then there's still zero orders for it. She actually mm. followed through. I like that. So, so I appreciate that. Um, I I would give her, you know, the, the shout outs. She has so many names that she goes, like she always changes her handle. So it's hard to keep track yeah. of, of what she goes by. Um, I think right now she is, um, oh shit. Um, I want to find it because it, it turned out to be a very cool idea. Mm -hmm. um, I think it's like chunky underscore N underscore funky, chunky and funky. Oh yeah. Yeah. <laughs> That's cool. So you can check her out. Um, hopefully she'll get that shirt here middle of next week. And I'm sure, well, she said that she would, uh, she would show it off when she got it. So love it. Uh, you can, you can see how that looks 
live on a real person even. Mm. So again, liftingugly.com, make sure you go check it out, check out all the different things. Um, and if you just kind of think everything's too expensive or you're just a really, really cheap person and you don't <laughs> like buying things at full price, um, maybe if you're nice and you get a hold of me, I can toss you a little discount code if you will use it and I buy mean, shit. Yeah. So. Or be a subscriber. Or be a subscriber and maybe get some free shit. Yeah, there's always that. That's a uh, as well. It's not like we're asking a hundred dollars a month here. <laughs> but if you wanted to give a hundred dollars a month, oh, we will oh, take yeah, hundred dollars a month. <laughs> Shit, I would take a hundred people giving us a dollar a month. Oh, see, that would be better actually, because then we'd have yeah, more followers. I'll take that. That's yeah. right. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And I, yeah, I'd rather have more cheap followers than only one. One solid spend, yeah. <clears throat> I mean, that oh, yeah. Well, that Jonah kid that I met this weekend, um, he used to train with Willie at Elevate Barbell in Loveland, and he said he was listening to uh, it was either Mastonomics or oh my god, what was the other one? I can't remember. He's a, a conjugate multiply guy, super cool dude. Um, but yeah, he was listening to their podcast, and he was saying that after he was done with one of them, ours popped up as like a they want to listen to this on Spotify, which and is pretty cool. And he did want to listen to it, and yes, he did because because obviously the, we've talked about Massonomics guys before. They're great. Yeah. They have a great. They have a great podcast. Oh yeah, they have a great selection of of stuff to, mm -hmm. to buy from them as well. And I, I, I'm kind of I can't remember the exact name of the other one you said but I do recognize it and they're both very solid podcasts that he's listening yeah. to. So the fact that, and I think it's really cool too, the fact that ours popped up along with those, you know, we're, we're on the right track. I think I need to, I need to find his page. I feel like I'm not doing him justice. That's not cool. Anthony Oliveira. That's his name. It was, uh, it's, uh, it's called trigger warning conjugate. Okay. Yeah. Killer page. The dude is a fucking house super strong and so, he's the singer of a uh of like a hardcore band too which is pretty cool the pod the podcast guy yeah anthony Oliveira. okay and then obviously the massonomics guys if you don't know who they are and and you know who we are then you know thanks i appreciate it yeah but go look at their podcast but yeah it's, it's go, <laughs> go, go check them out they have they've been around long enough that they have they have killer guests every week. Oh, they have big time, like especially this year. They've had some serious names start rolling into their studio or their not studio, but over the phone and whatnot. Like, yeah, which is insane. Like I can't wait to go back and watch their stuff. Yeah, so definitely a cool one for everyone to check out as well. Um, and so then my next item would be to do go over the uh, lifting ugly face of the week. Oh, I can't wait. Yeah, did you see did you see the post with those on there? Um, I did not and I didn't want to do it on purpose because I wanted to be surprised, honestly. Like I wanted well, to see who There's another reason you didn't see it. Because these dumb fuckers out there didn't send me shit for the week. Oh, okay, yeah, that's fair. <laughs> Dumbasses. <laughs> I try and put it out there for you guys. I'm trying to help you out. Get mm -hmm. not like you guys need my exposure, but still, just help get reach a wider audience. Yeah, get you a little discount on some merchandise. 
Well, it's like you're also you're also gonna make the faces by proxy anyway because you're lifting weights and you make stupid faces, so you might as well yeah. just so screenshot it, it and send it. Yeah. It takes two seconds. Or just send me the video. I'll screenshot the the best face that you get out of it. But yeah, come on, people, let's get those faces in. Next week, I want to have a like a whole round of oh, dude. people that I, that I can put up. Yeah, I mean, I'll throw mine in the ring. It won't be voted for. I don't want to win, but I'll throw it in there. And yeah, I mean, if we have to do that, where we're putting our own in just to entice people to join on board, I guess we can do that. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's just—it seems like it's a hit and miss thing, and I get it. We're we're still new, we're still coming up, and mm-hmm. I, I don't mean to call anybody names, so don't take offense that I called you fuckers. But you are. <laughs> yeah. I mean, be consistent. Every week you lift, every time you squat, every time you deadlift, your mm-hmm. face is messed up. Or when you're standing there flexing because you had a good pump day, everyone's flex face is stupid. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and if you're if you're flexing in the mirror, please send that. I will gladly post that. One hundred percent. Julia just said she'll throw hers in the ring. <laughs> good. She and she. Okay. And then so every, anyone who knows uh, who listened to last week, she was at the meet with us, mm-hmm. and because she was at the meet with us, she says. That's what I want to do. And so which is just been, the coolest thing to hear. Yeah, absolutely. Um, so she started she started this week. Ah. She's been in I don't know, she she's listening so she can change. I know she's been in at least twice. Nice. Um, working on some main movements and um, I've I've thrown her some things to do just because her schedule's a little off of mine. Yeah. Um, but she 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 knows oh she has been three times. Three says. times. Okay. So she's gotten her main movements in. So that's good. That's 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 the. I mean, there's a lot you can do with a three day split, like a lot. Absolutely. Yeah, Yeah, as long as as long as you got the time to spend, you can get your main movements in, Mm -hmm. get your your accessories done in that time. Yeah. Uh, So. I mean, I've been thinking about doing that and then throwing in just an extra accessory day where I do like squat bench one day, deadlifts the other, and then I have like two days for accessory work. Been thinking about it. Extra accessories. Yeah. Just spitballing, seeing what what sticks. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So anyway, so yeah, so Julia's on. She'll I'm sure she'll throw her face in there and that'll be great. Mm -hmm. Because she's 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 gonna like do it at some point. She she wants to, yes. Ah. So it's exciting. Yeah, it it is exciting. And it'll be fun. Ooh, Black Hills Brawl, all of us. Yeah, just everyone. Round them up. Just mob out. Oh, yeah. I like that. I like that. And, yeah, so the Black Hills. So that one's in South Dakota in, um, was it June 11th? Uh, so, 7th or 11th. I can, I, it's one so of those. We saw, we saw Al from Squat to Death who does the promotions for that event, and they do an Word excellent job. Al. That's right. Al's great. And Al told us that they moved it ahead a week. Because it was so damn expensive last year to stay, oh, so they, that's right. they so they moved it ahead a week to beat um, schools getting out and basically the the rush of the tourism season. So it's right at the beginning of June or at the end of May. Yeah, so I think it's the first weekend in first weekend in June or the after the first full week in June or something. 
Oh, nice. Okay, that's cool. Uh, but I know it's a week. He said that it's a weekend before, and strictly for the reason of trying to create an easier access to hotels and a cheaper mm-hmm. access to hotels. Because that shit was crazy last time. It was, yeah. Like the prices crazy. of everything were absurd. Yeah, it was. You know, one one night in was I think it was almost four hundred bucks for me. Well, I, I was gonna say if you didn't uh, pre-book your stuff and you sh- like. Kimmy and I decided to stay that night after the meet was done because I, I wasn't going to drive back. I was toasted. Um, it costed us three twenty for that one extra night. Yeah, wild. And I think Nicole booked hers like four months in advance, and hers was yeah. still between six and seven hundred for three nights. I don't think mine was that much, but we as soon as I found out about it, Kimmy and I booked it like immediately. And you just had to do that one extra one that was the same price as uh, yeah. I just like yeah. I mean, our our plan was to drive back, but I was just dude, I was so torched. And she she did a lot that day too. She was yeah, running around doing pictures for everybody. Time. Like, I mean, everyone was hitting her up on the USPA website, on the gym's website. Like, so she did a whole lot that day. So yeah, neither one of you guys wanted to. No make that trip so you just suffer the consequence of having an expensive ass hotel room shout out to my mom for helping out (laughs) (laughs) so anyway so yeah the black hills i mean that would be a good one that'd give her a solid you know six month training block to be able to um, oh yeah join up with everyone and it'll be like a nice forgiving meet to kind of ease into because they really took care of all their newbie lifters you know like during the briefing they they made it a point to you know, point out all the new lifters. So everybody helped out and all the, you know, all the judges were not forgiving by any means, but they were more willing to like explain the rules and blah, blah, blah. So it was kind of nice to see all that. Yeah. <clears throat> and, and again, um, you know, squat to death handling that. They, mm-hmm. they, they made sure that that was taken care of. So, good. so much fun. So yeah, it was, it was great. And, like you said it's it was great for people who've never been to a meet before to kind of mm-hmm. get that experience in. Um, so speaking of the meets, this thing is we have yeah. them. We have meets. We have the meets. And last weekend we had the meet. We discussed briefly. So we did attend both of us along with Julia and along with Kimmy, the beatdown and barbells in Windsor, Colorado. Uh, it was the W WRPF event. Um, I have to say, I may be a little biased at this point, but I do like the way WRPF handles their business and their meets. Mm. Um, it seems like they're one of the few that offer um, a lot of cash prizes. Yeah. Because um, I believe the overalls not only got the fanny pack and T-shirts from us, as well as some other things from other people, I believe Ooh, they also supplements and all kinds of stuff. Yeah, I believe, and they also, I think they got like five hundred bucks cash. Oh wow! For each overall, yeah. So that's cool. It wasn't for nothing, and um, so talking to Selena, that's something that they kind of have decided they want to do to make sure that the athletes get taken care of. Um, Which is really good because most of the time, like when they get the money, it goes to the meat director, and uh, they either pocket the entire thing which happens way more often than not, and it's horrible. Or um, they'll occasionally get it to the lifters or do it as like a grand prize or, you know, a gift card or just something. So this sport does not offer a lot of payouts unless you're going to some huge meet where you're 
regardless, you're putting yourself through an entire six-month training block of crazy shit, crazy discipline, and then to win is awesome, but to get that nice little extra on the side definitely is it's kind of nice because it makes you feel not yeah, so expendable. Yeah, a slight a slight reimbursement for everything that you put in during that process. Oh, totally. Right. Yeah. In the grand scheme of things, it doesn't really cover much, but it's the recognition of, you know, we appreciate the work that you put in to get to where you mm -hmm. are. I mean, is that's a huge thing, and and yeah. whether it, even if it was only fifty dollars, yeah, for someone someone to hand you, and I and I can't tell you, I don't know if you if you were around when I was talking to the the, the two people that won the overalls, no, um, they were just so grateful that that we were able to donate stuff to them, and, totally, you know, to the winners because I'm sure that they've been to plenty of meets where they get nothing, you know, or they, mm -hmm. all there is, all there is, is the medal. And, you know, and, and we don't, I don't want to see that happen. You know, I, no. I, I like people like things yeah. to remember, remember what they did, you know, totally. This is what we did. And, you know, this is what I, I got all this stuff because I won. Um, and then I also, you know, when I first started in bodybuilding, when you, when you went and registered, you got, you know, your your T-shirt that you get um, for the for the competition, mm -hmm. and then you got a little drawstring bag that was full of all kinds of stuff. You know, yeah. coupon, coupons for free stuff, free bars, free um, mm -hmm. supplements, and over time it became you got a couple coupons for yeah. 20 percent off at GNC or some stupid shit like that. And it's like I don't, I'm not gonna like 20% off it does not entice me to go to that place no. at all. And then that's all I get when I just spent for one class to step on stage for total of, you know, a minute and 30 seconds, you know, I'm spending four or five, $600. And this is all you can give me. I mean, probably more than five, six, because you're, I mean, talk about coaching, talk about diet, talk about yeah. supplements, talk, you know what I mean? Like, <clears throat> that's, that was the one thing that I liked about um, when I was at iron warrior a couple years back. Uh -huh. that meet that we hosted, he made sure that all the lifters, regardless if you placed or not, got something. So we had a care package for um, a chiropractic, a massage appointment. Um, he did a, like those mini bags of Epsom salt. He did a coupon for something else. Like he, it was a nice, like, you know, it was a good care package. You know, all the things yeah. that you kind of want for recovery after the meet is done. So it's not like you need to hand me a thousand dollars, but something no. that's kind of just like, you know, here's, so thank you for working your fucking ass yeah. off and, and, and being a part of this. Yeah. We appreciate the work that you put in because, and, and it's the difference between, um, so you, you have, you know, the people at WRPF, you have, you know, well, what he was from iron warrior, not what he is currently, but what no. he was at one time, they are, they're people that have, have done the sport. They're people mm -hmm. that have competed in these things and they've seen the worst part of it and they know, you know, so they know what it takes and they, they know what's appreciative or what's appreciated as a competitor. And yeah, so that's what, and that's all they're trying to do is they're just trying to say what you guys did is phenomenal. Whether you place first or whether you place last, mm -hmm. what you did today is better than what you were doing however long ago. You put yeah. in the work, you put in that effort, you put in the time, the money, all of it. Here's just a little something to show that we appreciate that and we understand how that is. Yeah. And 
that's great, you know, and, and I wish, I, and that's why I guess that's a part, a lot of the reason why powerlifting is such a draw for me and why I almost, if people are looking for a competition type of environment, that's the arena I'm going to push them towards. Yeah. Or if they want to go towards strongman, I mean, I can't help them there, but <clears throat> shit, sorry. <clears throat> I can't help them with the, the, the strongman part, but those are the two strength sports where the athletes are actually appreciated totally and the community is you know is all about each person doing their own best not mm -hmm. each person trying to win despite anything else i mean even if you have someone in your weight class and you're going head to head who the fuck cares it's not personal like they get over yourself if you really need to have an attitude at a meet then you're not gonna i mean that's the best part about the whole like that one in June, I got to meet so many awesome people and I'm now friends with multiple people that I got to be there with. Oh, so, if, I mean, yeah, the competing is great. The winning is great, blah, blah, blah. But meeting new people that share the same passion that you do is pretty, that's not replaceable. Yeah. And you're, you're, you're cheering on somebody that is, has a chance of directly beating you mm -hmm. because you want to see them do well for themselves totally and and they're in turn doing the same thing for you whether mm -hmm. or not you know whoever beats who it doesn't really matter no it's because you're going into that and, and the whole point of the meet is for you to do better than what you've ever done mm -hmm. and then however that lands in the grand scheme of things is how it lands but that's yep. the same page everyone's on i don't think i've seen and i'm sure it happens because it happens everywhere yep. i haven't seen the person that has that attitude of, well, this is mine. I'm going to win. If I don't win, I'm going to throw it. Honestly, man, it's all the, it's, it's usually the smaller guys. Like there's, I've never had that issue with, um, two seventy fours, the three Oh eights and super heavies. Like there's, there's never an issue because there's never like a, we need to prove this and blah, blah, blah. It's like, it's, I don't know. <clears throat> I'm not saying it's a small man complex thing, but there's definitely a lot more like relaxed. Let's hang out and get to know each other with the bigger dudes. And maybe part of that, and because of the the way that the scoring systems are, it's really hard for someone in the 275. Oh, we're never going to win overall. Or ever. super heavies. Yeah. So yeah. though, if you're above 275 pounds, you're not, most likely you are not going to win it overall. Dude, if, if you're above 220, like, yeah, you're not going to win yeah, your two twenty, yeah, your two twenty five class and below are going to be your ones because yeah, all they need to do is pull, you know, one hundred and fifty pounds less than you in each event, mm -hmm. and their score is going to be cut. And that's just the way it is. But I think I think the bigger guys, you know, which I'm still a part of that category as well, understand that there's really not a chance of an overall victory. Yeah. So why worry about? You know, I mean, well, totally. Yeah. Well, I mean, this past year they had the uh, my buddy Ryan at California Elite um, hosted the what was it the Kearns Open, and that was the meet where Dan Bell's, um, God, he his total is twenty six thirty four, which is insane. Jeez, twenty six thirty four. <laughs> that's fucking batshit crazy. No one has ever hit that total <laughs> in just raps ever. Like that's what that's like. That's the like the total you get when you go into like multiply, single ply, that kind of stuff. This dude just did it in wraps. Did not win overall because a one eighty one, which first of all, insane. Chad uh, 
I think Chad Penson's his name. He's the 181 who squatted 881. Like the dude's a shit brick house. But Jeez. at the end of the day, I thought we were here for the biggest totals. You know what I mean? Yeah. And there's, I think there's there's a an interior celebration of the biggest mm-hmm. totals. I think everyone likes seeing those big totals. Regardless, of course, of that's it, what that's what we're here for. Like, yeah, like so that's the whole sport. Regardless of if it you know wins what was you know is the overall, everyone likes seeing that that big total. Mm-hmm. We see it at this last event's total Dude. was was forty pounds. I think forty pounds under twenty one hundred. Yeah. So it's a huge total. He's a two seventy five. So he doesn't win overall. But uh, yeah. I mean, I'd... damn! If, if everyone wasn't drawn to every one of his third attempts, dude. Yeah, I mean, like, I wish, I wish he got that eight hundred four squat. That would have been sick. Yeah. But um, yeah, he squatted seven seventy one, benched four fifty seven, and pulled eight twenty six. Like that's that's fucking awesome. That's badass. And, and if anyone wants to see one of the the prettiest sumo pulls ever. Dude. Oh my go look, go to what's his, his last name is Coleman. Um, it's his Instagram is just his first and last name. It's Wacy Coleman. Yeah, so Wacy Coleman. You can check out his pulls on there. I posted them as well, just because. I mean, it they just they look good, dude. Like, even I'm, if, I even just even rewatched it. it. Like, yeah, <laughs> it's, at, it's amazing. At eight twenty six is just. I mean, it's just the technical the technical components and that's um, not lightweight that's either like that's oh, no. 826 solid ass pounds and everything every every point on his body was perfect throughout the entire lift it was incredible yeah like i just great lockout good starting position and he pulled it hook grip too because he just has zero <laughs> which is just for those of you that don't know Hook grip is like you have your obviously your double overhand, you have your switch grip over under. Um, but hook grip is when you, I mean, depending on how long your thumb is, I've had people do it like this, I've had people do it like this, but generally you're wrapping around the bar and then you're grabbing your thumb around around it, and it is the most painful fucking bullshit on this entire planet, and it's not fun, it super hurts, and you're holding essentially 413 pounds in each hand on your thumb so <laughs> and, and, and for for most of us that it will even attempt to try it when you're even doing 400 pounds it hurts like hell oh my god i i, then, I think my my sumo i pulled it was six something i think it was like 605 on sumo and my thumbs were screaming like it was not fun it sucks like it's not yeah. a good, it's, it's so awful <laughs> So yeah, so an 826 hook grip without I mean back was I mean back neck everything was was seemed perfect throughout the I mean like pull. his yeah his upper back posture didn't change whatsoever which is my biggest issue with hook grip just because when you do that under or the over underhand the palm that's face up you get to really flare that lat it pulls your scat back all this kinds of stuff so in order to pull hook grip Properly, you need to have some crazy upper back strength on top of the grip strength that you have without your upper back rounding out, which is which it, yeah. And anyone anyone who anyone who goes to his Instagram will see that he does he does have crazy back strength as well. Uh, yeah. <laughs> so anyway, so yeah, so just under twenty one hundred total didn't win the overall. Um, who did win the overall? Uh, I can't even remember what what's his name. Lucius York. Lu- Lucius York. So he doesn't have we we haven't any been able to find media. any social media 
Um, but he was in the 225 class. I don't know what his overall total was. I just know at 225, he jumped everybody with a 750 deadlift, mm-hmm. which is, uh, I mean, it's insane. Yeah. And he was, so who was he? He was battling head to head with. I think he was the 200 because Willie weighed in at 200. Okay. So the, him and yeah. Willie were going head to head. So mechanically, Willie's <clears throat> opened up 100 pounds heavier on squats. He opened up with 750. Lucius opened up with 655, I think. Um, their benches, I think Willie, I think Willie got a heavier bench. Pretty positive. Yeah. But Lucius's pull was substantially heavier than than Willie's. Yeah, but and, you know when we talk about the camaraderie part, those guys were together almost the entire meet. Oh yeah, yeah. And and they're and they knew that it was the two of them that were in direct competition for the overall. Oh yeah, absolutely. For the men's at least, yes. Yeah, for the men's. The the women's overall. Um, Danny, her name is Danny. I, I can't think of her last name offhand. Um, she was super, super nice. Went and talked to my daughter and everything. Was super cool with it. Um, her coming back from a adductor, complete adductor mm-hmm. separation is what she said. Um, first meet back, her numbers were just fucking phenomenal. Solid. Um, I, had, <laughs> so I pulled up all their Instagrams before we got on so I could have everything ready to go. Okay. <clears throat> um, first of all, her credentials. Um, she's an IFBB pro and a doctor in physical therapy, which isn't fair um, to some of us, which is just, insane. <laughs> um, I was scrolling down her meat post. So she squatted 391. Wait, did you say, did you say her meat post? Yeah. Her meat post. <laughs> yeah. Jesus Christ. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> I got slightly no. distracted. No, it's totally fine. Um, yeah, three ninety one squat, two thirty one bench. The two thirty one bench is what really like, like goddamn, that's. Whew. Um, and what does it have her weight at? Oh my goodness, I don't think it put her weight on there. I don't think she put her weight on there. Something in it, if I remember right, is something like one forties, I believe. Something like that, um, and then a four fifty seven pull, which is but, um, insane. I mean, that's, yeah. that's such a good pull. Um, so I was, oh yeah, I was scrolling down her, um, her post that day. So she got peaking training from Swede. She got nutrition help from, um, Justin Harris, which is in my opinion that he's the top nutritionist for any, any strength sport period. The dude's a genius. Um, she worked with Wacy. Um, she worked with Miana Albersworth, who is an insanely strong, incredibly smart lifter for Elite FTS. And then um, she got to talk to Ben Pollock on the phone while he was there, while she was there. And then she, I guess, also works with Dave Tate at Elite FTS. So it's just like, talk about someone who has insane people in their corner, you know? Yeah. Like, very jealous. Like, once I read the post, I was like, God damn it. Like, <laughs> I was so jealous. But um, someday, someday I'll be as cool as her. Oh, absolutely. Like, I, I can't wait for that. I'm so excited. And she's she I mean, she had to be one of the nicest people. She was so uh, cool. Like she was like, so, I, like watching her kind of break down after her squat was done because her adductor didn't fly off was yeah. like I teared up half for like half a second. <laughs> I was like, stop it. You're a man. <laughs> 
Yeah, like I said, so like, when I talked to her afterwards, you know, she, you know, she asked where, where we were coming from, where we're out of, you know, and, and I told her and I said, you know, I was up here with my daughter's birthday and she wanted to come see this as well. And she's like, oh, is she here? And I was like, yeah, she's over here. And so I want to talk to her and just went over, talked to her and told her, hey, if you ever need anything, you have any questions, anything um, related or unrelated even, you know, get a hold of me on my Instagram. I'd be more than happy to talk to you and, you know, anything that you need. That's it's awesome. so great that you're here. To, and I was like, wow, you don't, you don't get that in a lot of places. People no, go dude, out of their like, way to offer, offer help we're a, to others. We're a special type of people, man. Like there's, I think we all mutually understand how hard this sport is emotionally, mentally, and physically that if we don't have each other's back, it, it just, this whole thing would fall apart. Like if this, if this had the same bullshit, like just garbage you see with regular sports, people talking shit and blah, blah, blah. This whole thing would fall apart. There's no, Absolutely. that's not the point of this sport. The point of the sport is do your best total possible and make people stronger. Yeah. How are you going to make people stronger if you're just talking shit and not helping out the entire time? That's not a very welcoming and, kind of thing. And so, and so anyone who, who listens that may not be in the powerlifting community, yes, almost all of us are extremely nice and extremely helpful. Um, but yes, a lot of us are also some of the biggest assholes you could possibly meet in your life. Mm -hmm. It just depends on, on where you fit in. So, mm -hmm. I mean, that's <laughs> it won't take too, you like... long to figure it out. Oh, no. But like, you know, <laughs> if you're my training partner, I'm going to talk shit. That's just how oh, it yeah. goes. I mean, that's, that's, yeah, that's, that's, that's exactly how it's supposed to be. But if you ever ask me a question because you're genuinely confused or you need direction, like, I'm not going to shush you off. Like I'm going to, I'm going to embrace it and I'm going to help you get to where you need to be. Yeah. As with, I've done with a lot of the lifters at monument, like, even if they're yeah. not working with me, if you come up and have a question, like, of course I'm going to help you out. Like, what? why would I tell you? No. Why? Because you're not paying me. Like that's what kind of shit is that? Yeah. I mean, it's, you know, it doesn't, doesn't serve a good purpose on it, you know, for a couple of reasons. I mean, one is just kind of a shitty thing if somebody's genuinely genuinely wants mm -hmm. your advice on something that you can help them with in five minutes. Yeah. Why not help them? And two, just because they're not paying you, well, what if the advice you give them really helps? Then they might turn into a paying customer, or, or they will know somebody that wants help. Or Ex like, you exactly. Know I mean? Like, yeah. I mean, I had so I had I had one of the doctors here, which is just the funniest thing to me. You know, medical medical doctors, surgeons, even. Yeah. Hey, I keep popping my hamstring during deadlifts. What do you think the problem is? Like, why are you asking me? Shouldn't you know what the problem is? Don't you know it? Well, no, it just doesn't seem like I'm doing anything wrong. You know, it's just the same thing, but it, it keeps happening anytime I try and increase my deadlift. I might, well, show me how you deadlift. He gets down, it gets down a position that's a, uh, it's a, I don't know, it's a modified, I don't know, you know what to call it. It's some kind of modified stance. It's not narrow enough to be conventional. It's not wide enough to be sumo. Oh, it's like and the wide strongman stance. Yeah, and then he's yeah. gripping, still gripping outside of his legs. Well, the reason why he's doing that is because he probably saw Brian <laughs> Shaw or Eddie Hall or someone doing that where it's kind of a common theme when your hips are that big. <laughs> yeah, but when you're, when you're five foot eight or five foot nine. No. And I'm like, well, that's part of the problem. I said, you could have underdeveloped glutes. You could have hamstring tightness. You could have calf tightness. You could have glute tightness. These are all things that could contribute mm -hmm. if you're not taking care of 
yourself stretching yeah um, any any of the you know just the rehab stuff that you have to do i said what kind of warm-ups did you do i just felt good and hopped in there well that's a fucking problem too <laughs> i mean yeah that or your starting position sucks you don't know how to brace you don't know how to pull or you're just well, not it, strong enough to pull the weight that's on the ground like that's and, and those are all key factors <clears> that, <throat> pro- that probably all every single one of them i would assume contributed to it yeah. but being a doctor making money like a surgeon makes for some reason is unwilling to spend it to actually be able to get better in the gym so it's okay if you want to be okay you know, just kind of fumbling through the gym every day because you like where you're at. That's fine. Like you said, I don't have any problem with him asking me. I'm more than happy mm-hmm. to tell him all the reasons why he hurt himself. Yeah, I mean, like, but then it's going to come down to, like, that's the same person who walks into a store and just asks for a sample every day and doesn't actually yeah, yeah. buy anything. Like, at a certain point, you're going to be like, dude, like, pay for something or I'm not going to fucking help you anymore. Well, and that's why, like, that's why, that's why I told him everything that was wrong and why it happened. But you're not going to give him the adjustment. Right? Yeah, that's right. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> if you want, yeah, if he wants to learn how to do it so he doesn't, you know, keep hurting his hamstring, mm-hmm. that might cost him a few dollars. Yeah. Mama didn't raise no dummy. I know who has money and who doesn't have money. People yeah, who can't, totally. people who can't afford it. Obviously, I'm more than happy to help you for free. Yeah. If you can't afford it, don't try and get it for free. That's just mm-hmm. shitty. Yep. Go in there and say. Hey, my back hurts. Can you cut it open and fix it for me for free? Because you're my buddy. Uh, I mean, this is the same topic we talked about. The people that don't have enough money for coaching. Like that's just yeah, exactly. Whatever. But they have enough money for whatever else it is that they feel is ultimately more important. Whatever. Much I let them throw their back out. Yep. So that's why I just kind of snicker in the background when things mm-hmm. happen, like. I told you, you didn't listen or you didn't want to spend the time and money to actually fix what the problem is. So here we are. We're back at mm-hmm. it. Oh, well. So anyway, so, yep, that's beat down barbells. It was a cool event. There's a few hiccups, but it, that shit happens. Well, and the live music, too. Yeah. Like, I mean, you can't beat the, that. The combination of everything, I think it just kind of threw off the whole thing starting an hour early, just kind of threw off the. Yeah, that wasn't that wasn't the best. That wasn't the most professional thing. Like, regardless if you have people not showing up, you still need to stick to the plan. Yeah, because there was. I mean, we obviously had a plan, but we're not the most important part of the event. No, um, there were there were a lot of spectators that didn't show up until ten um, mm-hmm. because that's when they thought. So that was probably the biggest thing. There were a couple other little things we noticed, but you really, for an event to go off completely flawless, is going to be almost impossible. Yeah. Um, so I think overall it was really fun to be a part of. I enjoyed it. Um, it it was, it was great to be able to sponsor and we look forward to working with the WRPF in the future. Mm -hmm. Um, we have, you know, we have an open invitation to be a part of all their events. Um, and, and anytime that they, they get a hold of me, um, I'm going to find a way for us to be a part of it. Uh, I like it going forward. Uh, cool people, great people that were in the WRPF um, and just I like the way that they, they approach it and the way they handle business. Absolutely. So anyone out there um, kind of, you know, you can look at the WRPF, um, you know, USPA, 
our other events that a lot of our people do. Mm -hmm. um, the other ones, eh, not so much. There's a there's a lot of yeah there's Crap there's a lot of yeah there there's a lot of smaller ones that are off. What's the other one? WPO. I mean the WPO is a multiply um, okay federation. Yeah, the APF and the WPO are all uh, pretty sure it's all all geared lifting. So what's what's the one that has like all the the theatrics and lights and? Um. Oh yeah, the WPO. They'll oh, so that. that's okay. Then, so that's, uh, the, that's the I mean, the USAPL will do that for Worlds too. Okay. Nationals. Yeah. I mean, you got. I mean, those are still top tier lifters, so it's kind of cool that they put on a huge show for everybody and all that kind yeah. of stuff. Like Ray Make Williams, a huge, just, big event. Yeah, like Ray Williams just squatted a thousand and three. And he had a whole walkout. He had a red carpet. They had like little fireworks things going off. Like, that was kind of cool. Like, <laughs> yeah. I was like, right on. That's badass. I would never be a part of that fucking federation ever. But <laughs> it was nice that they they did that kind of stuff for him. Yeah. So yeah. So if, if anyone's looking to compete, WRPF is definitely um, one I would uh, suggest that you look at. Um, just it, they're they're easy. They're easy to get through. Uh, they mm -hmm. don't have a, they don't have a lot of the the stupid ass Nonsense. rules that you'll yeah. that you'll find with some of these other ones. Uh, what is it? No head, no headgear. That yeah. That's so. so no necklaces. No like it, just stupid shit that does it, not matter. It it doesn't make any difference in your lifting at all. So yeah. The the but it's just their way of saying we have control over all these aspects. Yeah. You do as we say, or else you don't lift. So anyway, WPRF. Make sure you get and check them out. Whether you're in the Rocky Mountain region or not, there's there's going to be a WRPF. Um, so check out their meets, and those are good ones to be a part of. Mm -hmm. And so then that brings us to this week's White Lights, Red Lights. Which is exciting. It is exciting. So this is it's a movie theme week. Oh, wow. But then there's a theme within the theme. Oh, wow. So a theme of movies in the theme of movies. Okay. Um, so, white lights, red lights. I I like having you explain that. Like, okay, who doesn't know? It's it's a brisk morning on a Saturday. <laughs> you get up nice and early. You just had weigh-ins the day before. You're rehydrated. You got food in your belly. You're a little anxious. You got a little bit of meat nerves. You get to the meat. They do a beautiful briefing. They get everything rolling. And they explain to you how the point system works or how the scoring system works. What they're looking for or what you're looking for are two to three white lights. That is a passing score. That means two out of three judges or three out of three judges said, hey, killer lift. And if they disagree, they're going to give you two red lights or three red lights, which is a failing score. And unfortunately, uh, you don't make it that lift. So what we're here for. We're, we're trying to go eight for nine. We're trying to go nine for nine. I'll even take a seven for nine. If you really laid your balls out there and just absolutely crushed it and your form broke down a little bit, it's okay. You still got the total. You still got your numbers. Three whites. Three, three whites is all good. It's all good. Two whites is good enough. Two whites is great. Two reds is not good enough. That's not good enough. No. And three reds is bad. Yeah. All right, for, first movie on, on the docket is, if you don't know what these movies are, you're going to know what most of them are. Maybe not the first one. The movie Ed. Do you remember the movie Ed? Oh, my God. 
I can't okay, remember so, the last time I watched that. <laughs> do, do you know? Do you know what movie I'm talking about? I'm pretty sure. Yeah. So Ed's the movie that has uh, Joey from Friends. Okay. And and a monkey that plays baseball. Oh my God, no, I have not seen it. <laughs> okay, so based on the premise of Joey from Friends and a monkey playing baseball. <laughs> I mean, I think Friends is one of the worst shows on this entire planet, so I'm already going to go two Reds. <laughs> okay. You're not going to go three even with a monkey playing baseball? Or that might, I mean, that, that I might, think the that monkey playing baseball, that that's the saving grace. Yeah. That's the one. That's the one. <laughs> and I actually know, I, I know that I know of the movie. I, I maybe watched it once. It's Yeah. It, it definitely wouldn't have been a movie that's worth watching more than once. Yeah. I would say monkeys. Yeah, monkeys might be the only thing that ever would change something mm-hmm. like that into the only positive, regardless of what he's doing. It's just like a uh, it's a shitty Airbud. <laughs> yeah, and Airbud is that's is garbage. Pretty, is is pretty shitty. So it's pretty shitty as well. So. <laughs> so it's a shittier version of a shitty movie. Love it. So yeah, we're gonna we're gonna go we're gonna give a failing score to that. Mm. Next one should next one should be pretty easy. The Sandlot. I mean, it's it's an all time movie. Like even if you don't like the movie, you got to respect that it's a cult classic. Like yeah. I didn't grow up playing baseball at all, but it's a great movie. So I mean, you know what? Like I'll give that two whites and one red. The one red being like, it's like uh, listening to Hotel California by the Eagles. Like you're like, all right, cool, it's a great song, but everyone's fucking heard it at this point. You know, little, so little overplayed, little a little overplayed, overplayed but it's. I mean, yeah, two two whites, one red. I'd, I'd okay. mainly just because it's a that's a respectable movie. Okay. Next, next one may not fall into the respectable movie category. It's more in the uh, the Ed category, in my oh. opinion. <laughs> so, Angels in the Outfield. Uh, you know, baseball just doesn't cut it for me. So, I, I'm going to give that two reds and one white. And the one white being that I know... It's another one of those movies that people just love. So, I the, the, I'll, I'll the feel feel good aspect of it. Yeah, the feel good aspect. But like, I'm not really like a go into a movie for a feel good. Like, I want to watch like violence or I want to watch people doing dumb shit. You know. Ooh, so that brings us to the last one then. Oh. Which, obviously, there's a baseball movie theme. But this last one, you don't have to like baseball at all, in my opinion. Bench warmers. I thought you were gonna say basketball with the creators of South Park. No, no, <laughs> that's also a great movie. Um, oh, bench warmers is all time. That's a great movie. That's three whites across the board. And anyone who has not seen bench warmers needs to go. I mean, that it's I don't. Such a yeah, good movie. It's yeah. I just I wish the only thing I wish they would have done was made a rated R version. Because look at the cast. They have David yeah. Spade. You have um, Nick Swartzen. Yeah, you have uh, uh, John Heater, who played Napoleon Dynamite. John um, Lovett as the rich. Oh the yeah, rich exactly. Like, that's what I'm saying. So like, yeah, <clears throat> it's it's a very happy Madison feel kind of movie. But I like I yes. um I kind of wish they pushed it a little bit farther. Yeah. There must be steroids and macaroni. Yeah. Like we were at, at work the other night. So at, at Moonshine, we're doing um, a Christmas movie every Tuesday until Christmas. Uh-huh. Um, and we played the Jim Carrey's Grinch last week, uh-huh. which I think is a 
it's it's one of my favorite Christmas movies of all time just because Jim Carrey got to do his thing. But after after every time I'm done watching it, like I wish they made like a rated R version or like a PG thirteen version so he can right, be a little right. bit more like Jim Carrey ish, you know. <laughs> but I do appreciate that there's a lot of like adult humor sprinkled in throughout the movie, which is something you yeah, don't see in kids' movies nowadays, you know. No, it seems like that that kind of got lost. You used to get a lot of it where the you know they were they would be rated PG for whatever some adults uh, whatever. But it's, you know, it's you, that in the movie theater, the parents could get like four or five chuckles out of the movie, you know. Yeah, because yeah. there's th- there's things that, and they're laughing when the kids aren't, because oh, yeah. there's the, there's things that you know, as you, when you're a kid, you don't understand. No. And then you watch it again when you're older, and you're like, you're like, <laughs> oh, you're like, holy shit, my parents let me watch this. This is yeah. crazy. <laughs> yeah, I had no idea what that meant, but they exactly. said it. You know, you know. Mm-hmm. All right, so bench warmers, I agree. Three White Lights, that is 100%. Just great movie across the board. Angels in the Outfield, yeah, I'll go with a, a two reds, one light, one white, just because it's, if, you, if you're if you feeling, thing. if you need if you need something to make you feel a little something, then it's a, it's a good movie for that. I'll just watch the uh, West Side versus the World movie if I want to feel anything. There you go. Just, <laughs> that'll, help, that'll help you feel. Uh, Sandlot, I would go. I, I'm going to go ahead and put three three whites just because. There you go. That's you know, an appropriate just, score. Yeah, and and you give one red just for the the over, the overplayedness mm-hmm. uh, of it, which yeah, is very true. Um, so, uh, I, but you, I did I did get to see it before it became like that cult classic, which is that's that's cool. Like I've so, been listening to this artist since they first came out. <laughs> yeah, so it's it's one of those where it's like I had an appreciation for it before yeah. it became the Sandlot. Oh, mm-hmm. Sandlot's the greatest. It's like yeah, it was a good movie. It was fun to watch, and then all of a sudden I'm like, you know, twenty. Everyone years has flyers on their feet, and like yeah, yeah. <laughs> twenty years later, it was like, oh my gosh, the Sandlot, the Sandlot, and I'm like, yeah, oh, we're doing okay. We're doing this again, okay. <laughs> Kimmy just texted me. She's like, I love Air Bud. Thanks. Uh, <laughs> Uh-oh. Oh, well. She'll Which survive. one? Oh, Which I don't know. Like, They're all garbage. <laughs> there, there's, I think there's like 20 of them now. Dude, Air there's Bud. got like, how many dogs have they been through? Well, and then they did Air Buddies, which was Oh, like, with the puppies. Was, That's which right. Which was lots of them. Yeah. Oh, my God. Yeah, she just, I, uh, she said the all caps, steroids and macaroni. <laughs> <laughs> I'm disappointed. I actually know that there was an Air Buddies. I may have watched it once when I was younger, but I think the OG <laughs> Air Bud came out when I was like probably five or six, and it was with that creepy clown guy. And like it was, it was actually kind of dark. I was like, oh my god. So yeah, so like I was, I was old enough at the time of Air Bud, and a lot of, so like a lot of the the Ed and stuff like that. I wasn't mm-hmm. young enough to where I was fascinated by yeah. that idea. Yeah. Um, I was old enough to where I was like, it's fucking ridiculous. Yeah. So I never get I never got caught up in the that whole thing, but no, thankfully. I no. didn't get you know, I got caught up in plenty of other eighties versions of the same thing. So But like you grew now, up in an era where movies were fucking quite great. Yeah. And we watch them now and you have to ignore the fact that the the special effects were just atrocious. Yeah, but for the time period but, it was actually pretty pretty wicked and you could get away with saying things and doing things that they have become yeah they just don't let it happen thanks pc culture yeah 
It's like, here's some titties on TV. We appreciate that. But mm-hmm. don't say the word gay. Yeah. <laughs> That's too bad. You cannot say, you can call everyone in the world a pussy. Yeah. But better not call anyone gay. God forbid. That is over the top. Yep. It's so gay. That you can't <laughs> say gay. <laughs> All right, man. So that's all we got for mm-hmm. today. So again, make sure you check us out at all the Lifting Uglies. Lift Lifting Ugly. Just search it wherever and follow everything that pops up. At oh. Monument Fitness on Instagram and Facebook. Instagram, you'll get a little bit more than Facebook. My man Alkai here at Salty Boy with an O-I instead of an O-Y underscore barbell. Whoa. Follow him there. Um, insurance, Craig underscore legacy underscore life, Zana Zontopia, patreon.com backslash lifting ugly for your generous support if you so desire, which you should desire. And if you also want to support liftingugly.com. And if you order from liftingugly.com and you enjoy your products, please share that with us on said social media platforms as we did get some great submissions of that this week. Mm-hmm. Thanks to Philip Kramers and his, his hat post. And then, of course, classic post after post with Minnesota Norse set up there in Minnesota yep. with his great Superman post mm-hmm. and his his minuscule seven-something two-by-two squat. Oh, my God. That guy can like, squat. I love watching like, him squat. Like oh. a jerk. If he, if, if he gets to watch <laughs> this, like, Seth, I love you. <laughs> I love it. I love your squad, you big burly man. And it's just such it's such an easy his movement is so easy yeah. on, on that squad as well. Such a sweet dunk of the butt. It is. It is. He's got a lucky lady there in Minnesota. Oh yeah. He used to grab them <laughs> cheeks all the time. <laughs> all right, everyone. We're out for this week. We will see you next week with episode seven and a guest as long as she sticks with us. Hopefully. All right, All right everyone. We are out. Peace out. To this music. So fuck the blues, ain't your bad news, you can trip with the juice While I sip booze on a seven-day cruise in Louis Vuitton shoes With floozies by the dudes, the good life, talking about the good life Live it up for a little while, then go to the hood to get a good wife And settle down, but for now I'm studying down Refuse to allow myself to devour, like when I was sniffing pals Still got trials and tribulations Refinement from cultivation takes patience, I'm waiting Paper chasing to get a place Politics and innovation, business relations Built the empire from the underground Then retire Who said I was on crack? You the motherfucking liar See me in the trench coat